Hey gang. Hey gang. Hey gang. Hey gang. Hey, hey gang. Hey gang. Hey gang. Hey gang. I'm back from the deep south. Let's do one. We'll have some fun. I'll tell you about what happened down there in Georgia and North Carolina. All right, so here we go. We're in the car coming in at number five. The paradise and it's a war zone. It's Zane with Pillow Talk. I think I heard that when I was on the road down in the deep south. I flew down to, um, where did I fly to? I flew to Atlanta, Georgia by way of Los Angeles International Airport. I was going to try to tape a hay gang on the way out, but I didn't have time because I stopped at a taco truck. And this taco truck was parked in the American Airlines terminal in LAX. One of those terminals over there has got an actual taco truck parked in it. And you wait online. And the first obstacle of my trip was the woman in front of me. She ordered her food. Then she paid for it. Then she went through her 10-step, put the money back in my pocketbook uh, process without moving away from the window. Let's make this a how to act. Beep, bop, how to act. It's time for how to act. Let's bow, wow, now how to. Ah, boom. Here's an, a how to act. When you're at the order window, be the taco truck at the airport or the taco truck outside or any food truck or any place with a window. Sidestep it. Once they hand you the change in the receipt, you can sidestep it to the left. Even if you still needed to use the ledge or the window to hold up your purse so you could rifle through it and shove stuff in it, you could still sidestep left. Sidestep left. So while I'm worried about getting on a plane, I don't have to stand there and watch you sort out the bills, put the change in the change compartment, put the bills in, tuck the whole wallet back into its appropriate part of the purse, then fiddle with your straw and everything else. Just side swipe it left. Side, just, just, yeah. You know how to swipe left. Do it with your foot. Oh my God, oh my God. But anyway, the tacos were pretty good. I got on the plane, I got the aisle seat. Oh, 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 was I dummy. Was I a dummy. You know, when you're taking a red eye and you need to sleep, you don't take the aisle seat. You gotta get window. You gotta get window. Why didn't I choose window? I'm getting bumped. My shoulders getting bumped. My knees getting bumped. People need to get up to go to the bathroom. Oh, I blew it. But it wasn't that bad. I think I slept for an hour. I rented a car. And um, they give me the car and the, the gas isn't full. So he says, yeah, hey, just bring it back any level. I'm like, what? 
He says, yeah, we're not giving it to you full, so just bring it back however. No charge. I'm like, I don't even need to get it to the level. You got it now? He goes, no, it doesn't matter. And I don't know why I still couldn't get that through my head to the point where at the end of the trip, I still put $15 worth of gas in just to make it look kind of full because I was afraid I would get there and they would say, who, what? We never heard of that. That guy back in, uh, that guy was crazy, but it was legit. So I blew it. What a dummy. What a dummy. I picked an aisle seat. Then I did the dumb fuel thing. But I like it down in Georgia. You immediately get there and start thinking zombies and Walking Dead. That's where they film it. And it looks just like that. It's plush. It's rolling hills. It's perfect zombie territory. All right, here we go. Coming in. Here we go. Coming in at number two. What? Here we go. Coming in at number four. Number four. Ah, whatever, Timberlake. You know, we did a Who Chartered the other day, and Kulop nailed it. She's like, she's just, that's just trying to be his happy. And I, I agree with Kulop. I'm not, I'm not so into that new Timberlake. I think there's going to be a way better song of summer. So, hey, it was great. First, I, you know, I drove to Asheville from Atlanta. And I'll tell you, I got a bonus because I got to go through South Carolina. And I really believe, um, unless I'm mistaken, that was my first time in South Carolina. Unless me and uh, Brody drove through there on the road to Oddball tour I, a couple of years ago. I'm not sure. But you get to go through South Carolina. So, anyway, what I'm getting out is I've been to now South Carolina. Then I got into Asheville. It was beautiful rolling hills. It wasn't a bunch of skyscrapers, a lot of one-lane streets. Um, it did start to rain, so that wasn't good. And um, what I do? I stopped at a noodle hut because I got low blood sugar. You don't want to be. You don't want low blood sugar on the road. I'll tell you that because there's always going to be something coming at you. And in this case, it was rain. Rain's not a big deal to a lot of people, but you get used to the uh, Southern California here, and rain will throw you. It'll uh, it'll put a dent in your mental chemistry. And then I already had the dent from the low blood sugar. So I stopped in at a noodle hut, and it was one of those uh, emotional moments. I was just, like, glad that the waitress would even talk to me. It was just, that's where I was at at that moment. But I was a few hours away to show from showtime, so I fueled up. And I ate, there was college kids in there, um, and uh, whatever. I ate the food, I shot over to the auditorium, auditorium. I guess it's the auditorium because it's a bar, but they have like weird stuff about, you know what I mean? Like if, like uh, forensic stuff and like um, cow skulls, they even had like, uh, like, you know, pig fetus in a jar. But then, plus the stuff had price tags on it, which was strange. You don't often go into one of those, like, apothecary-themed spook huts. That's like a bar or restaurant. And the stuff has, like, a price on it. Like, sometimes when you're at a diner and there's artwork on the wall. So, 
I found that interesting, but it was a great, great venue. I had a fantastic time there. They had um, a great room in the back, and we did a great show, and I shouted everybody out on Who Charted, and uh, I'm not going to do it here again, but I had a fantastic time there. I got some great gifts, and uh, we had a really fun show, and the openers were great. It was uh, Tom Peters and... Um, uh, Minori, I'm getting her name wrong. Why, why am I saying Minori? Bamoni. It's because I had a doctor's appointment today and her name was like Dr. Brava Numnu. And, um, she actually has my same exact birthday. My doctor, born on the same day as me. Same day and year. You guys don't know what it is. But now you know I'm old enough to be a doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey gang, uh, I had a great time in Asheville. We had a great time. We talked afterward. Everybody was cool. We took a group photo. Check it out on uh, Instagram. And um, I'd never been to Asheville before. And I got to say, I really liked it. And I am going back. And um, we're going to do it even bigger and better next time. But there was just a great vibe there. Like Austin or a place like that, it was that kind of a place. Everybody you talked to had... Um, half a brain in their noggin. So that was nice. And um, then that was it. The night uh, wound up and took its course. And then I headed uh, down the next day to Atlanta. To Atlanta. I got bras in Atlanta. But anyway, here we go. Coming in at number three. Number three. Whatever. I think that's Rihanna with last night. Wouldn't that be great if Rihanna was singing to you about what you did last night? Last night, you gave me what you are naturally compelled to by your DNA. Last night, we laid in the bed and we used every, uh, we used all the real estate on that mattress. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was a pretty good Rihanna impression. Hey, so what did I do? I stopped at a Chili's. I don't get to eat at these chain restaurants. They don't have them in LA. Well, they don't have them in Hollywood. I don't drive out to Burbank for them. But um, there was a Chili's. I said, no, I'm not doing Chili's. I'm going over to Applebee's because I got an Applebee's joke. And I'm going to show some brand loyalty. They gave me a joke. I'm going to give them some business. I go into Applebee's. I walk in. There's two people waiting at the hostess stand. The hostess is fiddling around with the menus. No one talks to me. I say to the two people in front of me, are you guys waiting to be seated? The guy gives me a very curt, yeah. And then um, I see she's fiddling with menus. You know, when you're on the road, it's got to work. It's got to click. It's got to be in rhythm. And I couldn't wait there. Boom. Back out of Applebee's, straight over to the Chili's. Got the food. And they played, um, what do you mean? They played, uh, whatchamacallit? Ruby Tuesday. Okay, so I screwed this whole thing up. The Chili's was a Ruby Tuesday. 
And I know that because they played the Stones Ruby Tuesday in there. And when it came on, I was like, wow, what a coincidence. And then I thought, oh, yeah, I don't think I've ever been to a Ruby Tuesday before. They've, this is probably on a serious loop. Like the people who work there are really uh, 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 not going to pay top dollar to go see the Stones anytime soon. Since Ruby Tuesday is probably ruining their lives. It's like in their head like an, like an earworm. Like an earwig, whatever that is. So, I headed from there to Atlanta. And I got to Atlanta with some time to spare, so I headed to, um, Headland and Low, East Point, the home of Outcast. And, uh, you know, that's what happens with me. I get to a town and really the only thing I care about is what uh, music comes from there. So I made a pilgrimage, and it was really fun. And um, even after, there were people telling me that live in Atlanta that are like, I never go to East Point. Like, I was born down there, and I never have ever been back. And so um, that was fun. You know, I just go around and take pictures and stuff. As if I'm on the, at a, like a, like a historical site but to me it is historical outcasts they put atlanta on the map there was no southern there wasn't much southern hip-hop at all before that so that was huge to me then i went i guess to the earl i did a sound check we did a great show at the earl um i want to thank um preston and brian who opened up and then I saw those guys do more sets over at the 529. We had a good time at the Auditory, I mean at the Earl. So it was great to do Atlanta and, um, you know, to do it at a rock club like that. A lot of fun. A lot of great people. And then I went over to 529, did another set. They have a great show there. I talked about it on Who Charted. But I met the guy from Apples and Stereo, Robert. And uh, this other band, Omni, played, and Shepherds, a guy from Shepherds was there, so it was a great time. It was a fabulous time. So then what I do, I flew back, um, yeah, the security lines, man. When you leave in the morning, I don't know, if you leave on the, on the weekend, on a morning, I, I, Chicago and Atlanta were both insane. Chicago was an hour Atlanta was about 40, 45 minutes, but it was just like when you get there, you were no, the, the line started nowhere near like security. Like they had it winding single file all the way into this weird part of the baggage claim with just like a woman standing there kind of hurting everybody. It, it was like you, you were online for 20 minutes before you ever got to near where the security was. So thank God for Periscope. You can just sit there and just watch people broadcast, and it's not morning where they are, so they're like awake. And thank you, Periscope. All right, here we go. Coming in at number two. Oh yeah. Hey, that's not a new song at all. That's De La Soul with uh, Saturdays. That's stuff from the late 80s. And um, that's great. I guess it's on the K-Day. Hey, gang. Um, yeah, that was it. I uh, flew back. I took the tram. Oh, yeah, I had to take the tram. 
I wound up losing my balance and with my heavy backpack kind of falling backwards and hitting this older guy in the chest. But he was very good about it. I didn't knock the wind out of him, but I hit the guy pretty hard. I felt like a tool. He was cool about it. Then on the way home, I thought I'll get some sleep. And there was a crying baby two rows back that did not stop. Oh, my God. This baby's going to grow up to be the top salesman for... Um, for whatever, for 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 Glen, for Glengarry, whatever Glengarry Glen Ross situation, this kid is gonna dominate. He was relentless, Gary. He never stopped, and the woman was just catatonic. I don't know what she was doing back there. I wanted to take a picture of her, but she had no skills with this particular kid. There was just what, what I don't know if if she was trying or not trying, but the kid never stopped. There you go. So then we came back. We did a hoot charted at Start Alley Studios. That was a first. We did it with Tawny from Bajillion Dollar Properties. Uh, we were crammed in the studio over there. Not crammed in. It was comfortable. But it was just funny to be doing it over there where so many summer records and all that got made. Then I went to the doctor. I got a physical today. Yeah, I told you about that. She wanted to touch my stones. You know, it's funny because she's like, you know, we we established that we were born on the same day, but then I tell her, hey, I got a twin sister. And she's kind of got the same coloring and height as my twin sister. So in my mind, it was kind of like, yeah, she's like my twin sister. Born on the same day as me, looks kind of the same, works with medical stuff. My sister's a nutritionist, so... I got it in my head, like, hey, I'm talking to my sister. And then um, she starts doing some checks and stuff, and then goes, hey, let me check the testes. <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah, we got to do that. And she goes, oh, no, not if you don't feel comfortable. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Do we need to do this? She's like, well, not if you don't. You know, she goes, I want you to feel comfortable. And then, like, I was just at that. Uh, I could have gone either way with it, but she just didn't do it. So I don't know. I could have some, uh, who knows what's in those things. I'm not touching them, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know, I got to find out. But they took blood, they took other stuff, so hopefully I'm fine. And tomorrow, my medical tour of Los Angeles continues with some acupuncture. That's right. That's right. I've never done it ever before. I'm excited about it. Also a little scared. But I'm going to Giancarlo's acupuncture guy tomorrow. And um, I'm hoping it's going to help with the clinch. I'm hoping it's going to undo some Frankenstein bolts in my neck. And I got some big knots in there. And I've been rubbing them and making progress. But let's call them the professionals. So they're going to stick a bunch of needles in me. You know, I, 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 I wished, I wasn't, I wasn't like a total wuss, but I was like a little like, when they were taking blood today, in that elbow joint, it's such a vulnerable, tender spot. But that was one needle, so if I didn't do good with that, I hope tomorrow it's just, I hope I can't feel any of the needles, that's what they say. But, I don't know. But I'm very excited about it. And I will keep you posted on um, 
what goes on with that. But yeah, it's like a medical tour of Los Angeles. Yes, today, doctor, tomorrow, acupuncture, Friday, I'm going back to the dentist to get my crown fitted in my mouth. How about that, Asheville in Atlanta? I bet you didn't notice that I had a fake crown in my back, second to back right tooth. Check the footage, check the pictures we took. I don't think you could see it. All right, here we go. Coming in at number one, number one. There you go, the weekend. I'm not even going to say it, but I, I always say the same thing about him. But he's compelling. I think he's just, um, you know, he's good. All right, let's just leave it at that. I, I won't say anything about the weekend, except he sounds too much like Michael Jackson. <laughs> hey, guys, come out and see me um, at um, Bell House. In New York and Middle East Club in Boston. That's the third weekend in, I think it's the 17th and 18th. All right, but check the dates. But I'm coming to see you. I'm coming back to the Middle East Club and back to Bell House, the Northeast, from which I originally was spawned. And I'm going to come down there and let's kill it. You know what I mean? Let's fill it and kill it. Let's fill it and kill it. Oh, here's something happened. So I go into the doctor's office and I'm in the waiting room and there's two people in the waiting room. One is a, a dude on his phone yapping into his phone in the tight little waiting room and the other is a woman on her phone yapping into her phone in the tight little waiting room with the uh, phone on speaker so you could hear the other fool that she's talking to. And so then I walk in, they give me a clipboard with a four page questionnaire on it that I need to fill out. I just take the thing and just walk straight out the door back to my car, fill it out in the car and then uh, walk back in. And then the woman's already calling my name. She's like, I was calling your name. And I was like, yeah, I was outside filling out the form. <laughs> like I said it as if it was like normal. As if anyone else does that at a doctor's office. Yeah, hit me with the form. I'm going to take it outside. <laughs> Who else? Oh, but I got that form filled out beautifully, folks. There was nobody distracting me with their half of a yap. On the way back, I got the aisle seat too. So at one point, this woman in the middle seat, she goes, can we switch? I, I, I like to move around. And I'm thinking, did you just ask me to sit in the middle? There was a big tall guy at, in the window. Did you just ask, cause she's, she was like a little woman. Did you just ask me to cram in by this other dude for this four hour flight? Cause so you could move around? It was just like, she had zero shot with me. I was just like, sorry, I really don't like the middle, so I got this seat on purpose. <laughs> then she went nuts with crosswords for about four hours. So I think she was fine in there. She settled in. She was great. I had no idea Frontier Airlines was such a can of crud.
That wasn't on my radar as being like a total budget airline, but my return flight was on Frontier. And I mean, they give you nothing. They won't give you peanuts. They charge it for snacks. The seats don't recline. There's no TV on the back of the seat in front of you. It was bare bones, gang. It was bare bones. A seat that doesn't recline ever, nowhere on the plane. There was no first class section. You probably know that, you guys. You're all business travelers. You got a lot of savvy. I, I never been on Frontier, at least that I can remember. So anyway, we had a great time. We had a countdown here. I'm actually um, in the car, but it hasn't been moving. Okay, because I didn't want to make distraction. I don't want to make noises. I don't want you to have to wait while I make a right turn. You understand? Thank you so much, you guys. I mean, I got to say again, meeting more chartists on this tour, you guys were fantastic. We hit it off. We connected. And um, you guys told me nice things that made me feel like I'm doing something uh, good with the whole uh, thing that I'm doing. So I appreciate it, you guys. And that was it. It was just a quick Southern recap. I'll be back at you with some more interesting stuff. And we'll see you next week on A Gang Who Chart A Gang Who Chart It A Gang Who Chart A Gang.